0: In 1998, Darren Starr adapted Candace Bushnell's book, Sex and the City, into a television series for HBO. Bushnell's book was based on a column she wrote for the New York Star, and the very thinly veiled version of her, Carrie Bradshaw, soon became an icon for white women all across the first world. Along with friends Miranda Hobbes, Charlotte York, and Samantha Jones, the series would span 94 episodes and be developed into two movies, one of which we could easily call flat-out racist. I'm making Badger watch all of it. All of it. By the time you reach your mid-30s, you think, why should I sell? You know? In 2010, Cartoon Network aired a new show called Adventure Time, a richly developed series with fully built worlds, complex characters, and whimsical art direction. Although series creator Pendleton Ward is a man, and the two main characters, Jake the Dog and Finn the Human, are also male, I bet you'll never guess which of these shows is the first to pass the Bechdel test. Badger is making me watch all of it, but let's be honest, this was very, very overdue. Join us today on Sex Time as we discuss the pilot of Sex in the City, which is called Sex in the City, and the first two episodes of Adventure Time, Slumber Party Panic and Trouble in Lumpy Space.
1: Hello what was that oh i was turning the volume down the speaker thing is mm. bad that's not great
0: so i think uh we're off to a great start of um every episode we're going to have technical difficulties
1: but you can edit this part out i cannot Should we start over?
0: No. We're going with it. You know what? I just spent 30 minutes recording a whole bunch (laughs) of intros and recording audio from YouTube and putting it in order. So let's just admit what we really are, which is a mess.
1: So you do know how to edit things, but you're refusing to edit this?
0: No. I recorded each of those things separately as their own individual pieces of audio, and I just arranged them in order. I did not edit them.
1: (laughs) Maybe we'll get listeners and somebody can help us.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping that if, like, this becomes a real thing and, like, we really speak to people, we'll be able to afford some, like, real equipment and software.
1: Oh, I doubt that very much.
0: Yeah, I know. We had 12 listeners, though. (laughs) Who were they? I don't know. Oh, boy. Let's cut to the chase. You and I are both exhausted.
1: Yeah. Do we need to talk about anything that happened earlier today?
0: (laughs) We ate frozen yogurt. Mm -hmm. Um, I got mad at you, but I shouldn't have been mad at you.
1: (laughs) And did I know that you were mad at me?
0: Nope. I had to tell you to read the text that I sent you when you were underground and you couldn't get them. (laughs) basement Anyway, this is a lot about women supporting women. (laughs) (laughs) and uh, not doing a great job of it (laughs) so we have um, a few things to talk about we have two episodes of adventure time and we have the first episode of sex in the city which i have now watched each of these twice in preparation for an illuminating and thorough discussion
1: why did you watch them twice
0: because I wanted to make sure I remembered a lot of details, because I was not taking notes either time.
1: All right, fair enough.
0: So I think we should start with the hard part and then end on the pleasant stuff. So let's go ahead and talk about the pilot to Sex in the City.
1: Okay, so I watched that.
0: <laughs> and you were texting me about how mad it made you. Uh, Well, okay,
1: yes. <laughs> the name cynthia nixon in the news lately are we suddenly relevant
0: we might be i mean she's trying to run for governor of new york right now
1: well that's the note that i took on the credits was uh i've heard the name cynthia nixon in the news lately i hear she's an unqualified lesbian i heard that it's very hard to get the paperwork
0: <laughs> um Yes, so I guess we're relevant again, literally 20 years after this episode aired.
1: Serendipitous.
0: Totally. I just kind of knew. So uh, I told you to save all your vitriol for the podcast. You also let a few people know that you were going to be watching this, and they were mad at you slash the
1: show. They were just mad at the show, and they were so mad they couldn't really articulate why. Well, now that you've watched uh, one episode... Uh, Let me know what
0: you think about it.
1: So I've got notes on like, just the, I don't know if the just cheesiness continues throughout the series, but it was definitely present in the pilot where it's like, this Mm -hmm. dude bro is lifting weights and it's, they're five pound weights. Um, (laughs) Or they're, these guys are rock climbing. They're, they're not, they're rock climbing wrong. I've rock climbed before. It's not how you do it.
0: So to be fair, I think this episode was directed by a woman. So what does she know? (laughs) Um, So some of it, I do want to let you know, now that you've seen this episode, that some of the elements of the show that are probably really grating about this episode in particular, especially the parts where Carrie's on the phone, but then she's talking to the camera as if the person couldn't hear her and the kind of breaking of the fourth wall, that is not continued through the series. That is not a thing
1: that's a relief because it was fun and cute when deadpool did it but it's not fun now i think
0: i need to yell at a cat because he's trying to get into a bowl of food that he's not allowed near sorry okay this is what happens when you record and you also have responsibilities
1: are you sure we can't just edit some of the parts out i'm pretty
0: sure if there was a way there might be a way i don't know it mm. Well, I mean, isn't this just so appropriate? A woman who is the age that Carrie Bradshaw was in the first episode, instead of living in New York and having an exciting time and going to nightclubs, my Friday night is spent trying to get a tabby away from a bowl of food he's not supposed to be around.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm so lonely. (laughs) Well, I think you also like set yourself up for failure. What? Why is he near the food that he's not supposed to be around? You're... It's a small condominium. You're supposed to be in charge of it. You know I'm not in charge of this.
0: (laughs) So the, the episode was cheesy. And the breaking of the fourth wall is not good.
1: Yeah, So, but my major problem that I have with the premise of that episode is when they were talking about, oh, let's date like men, let's have sex like men. And they were ascribing patriarchal aspects to like what would a woman-led society would look like they're just aping patriarchy back at the men instead of thinking what would an organic matriarchy look like so there it sounds it just seems like their feminism is grounded in what women or what men think of women
0: well and to some degree carrie's just experimenting with the idea of what it is to have these sorts of interactions, but be emotionally detached. But seeing that's how all men do it. Like not all men for starters. Okay. As, as as big explains at the end of the episode. But I also think that the women here have a very binary view of men versus women, which is Very interesting because they're supposed to be these very evolved women in New York with gay friends who go to a drag club for a friend's birthday, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, there's a very black and white view of the sexes.
1: Mm -hmm. Is that what that restaurant was?
0: I don't know what it was, but there were, there was cake and there were a few drag queens. And I guess they knew Miranda because one of them gave her a little kiss Mm -hmm. on the side of her head for her birthday. I hope, I hope that they knew who that was, because if a person I did not know gave me a little kiss on the side of my head on my birthday, I would probably call the police.
1: Yes, yeah, she seemed fine with it.
0: Well, that's because they're evolved New York women. Are they? Hm. So on the subject of Mr. Big, who you thought he was named that because of his penis. Yes. And you now know that that is not the case. But because he resembles because of Donald his eyebrows. <laughs> no, he's a young Donald Trump, but more attractive.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is all. I don't. I wish this wasn't relevant. I wish that we weren't relevant in these ways, talking about these people, their names.
0: Well, I mean, this is the world we live in. Donald Trump has, he was on television sometimes. He like, had it he was in home alone lost to lost in new york bad bad cameo because he instead of helping a child find his parents just gave him directions have you seen that movie you haven't watched many movies like that have you
1: i i'm sure i've seen it i've seen that like meme of that scene oh
0: well maybe i'm just <sighs> i can't separate myself from the memes anymore <laughs> But anyway, what do you think of Mr. Big? Because he's obviously such a, you know, big thing in the series that you, having never watched it, knew that he was a character.
1: Yes. And I guess it it could still be because of his penis. Does he have a real name?
0: Yes, but you are not going to find it out for a very long time.
1: Uh, that's, That's fine. I zoned out pretty hard after I was like oh that's Mr. Big and it's just because of his eyebrows okay it's not because of his
0: eyebrows it's because he's a big tycoon type thing
1: I'm allowed to interpret things the way I interpret them
0: I think that they made that pretty explicit
1: then why are his eyebrows like that
0: that's because the actor's eyebrows are like that they're like that in everything he's been in why didn't they fix it what else has he been in he's been in the good Wife. He's been in Law and Order. I've oh, never God, seen it. I've never television?
1: seen it. No, I've never seen either of those two things.
0: <sighs> okay. Your frustration with this show is now becoming my frustration with you. <laughs> what else did you think about this?
1: <laughs> well, I thought that the the matriarchy, patriarchy, just aping, patriarchal, you know, be- oh, and they're all white. Why are they all white? Oh, they're all white. Yeah.
0: That's a question for the ages.
1: <laughs> like they're, they're in New York and they're all white.
0: Well, this is about women who don't have any legitimate concerns such as like food security or like employment or structural inequalities other than like the ones against women. So that we can just not even think about those things and get to the really important stuff, which is like, why doesn't he like me?
1: The show seems problematic.
0: Seems problematic. <laughs> you were you were on fire the other day when you were actually watching this. What is the thing that you hated the most?
1: I, I hated all of it. The outfits, the props, the dudes, the background music. I can't even remember it now, but it gave me a headache. The fourth wall breaks. Um, this person's job. Like she's a her job is to just write about relationships and somehow she can just live off that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I still can't tell which one is which. It's like the blonde one and the short hair one and the main one and the other one.
0: Yeah. That's almost like how you describe a teen girl squad. Teen girl squad. Yeah. Yeah. That one. What's her face? The other one. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, what did you think of um Skipper, who is the nice guy, and he becomes a little bit of a bad boy, and he just straight up kisses Miranda and she's into it.
1: Ooh, I think I might have been looking away for that part. I was probably texting with you. <laughs> this is why you shouldn't text me ever. <laughs> I don't read some of your texts if you send them no. to me when I'm in a sub-basement I don't know if that helps the point was I didn't
0: know you were in a sub-basement and I, I thought you had abandoned me I
1: tried to tell you but I couldn't text you I was in a sub-basement anyway Skipper
0: <laughs> is a nice guy he's a hopeless romantic he just, he just wants a gal like him he's going to shoot
1: he's... up somebody someplace right Like he's going to go to a lady's gym later in the series and just unload a clip. I really, yes.
0: I want, I want to know what you think the trajectory of some of these characters are because some of the characters in this pilot, you're never going to see again. Um, Some of them, you're going to see a lot more than you expected to. So like, what about, so you think that he's going to become a mass shooter? Um, Also very relevant to, you know, today, (laughs) sadly. (laughs) Um, but so what about the uh, the guy that Carrie hooks up with in the afternoon who she realized she can't have a relationship with, but she can just, like, have casual hookups with? What did you think of that guy?
1: I hope that he doesn't come back because he had a thumb
0: ring. Yeah, I noticed the thumb ring, too, and I was like, uh, well, that was a douche thing to do even in 1998, wasn't it? hmm P- Pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: I don't know I I, hope he doesn't come back
0: What I really want to know Is how you felt about The scene where Charlotte is on A date with that really like Cultured guy who seems Kind of like he respects her Boundaries and he has art And then uh, she's like I gotta you know I've got an early morning And he says I'll get you a cab and it seems like Really respectful and he's not Pressuring her and then he gets in the Cab with her Because he realizes that she's heading to a part of town where he can hook up with somebody and he's just really blunt about it that he even though he respects where she's coming from, he wants to get laid. So what did you think of that kind of level of discretion?
1: Okay, so the way that you're like plumping this character up makes me think that this is somebody who's going to be recurring. Like just a real recurring D-bag and she's, she's going to try to She's going to try to change him, is my guess.
0: But what did you think about that interaction where he's he's just being that mm. honest with
1: her? Oh, I don't know. I mean, everybody in this show seems shitty, so he yeah. just seems shitty. He seems <laughs> shitty like everybody in this show.
0: I, I yes, he is. But I also kind of appreciated his like lack of bullshit, right?
1: I guess so. I mean, it's it's kind of rude to do that, I guess.
0: Well, yes, it absolutely like, was to,
1: to jump in her cab.
0: But uh, he's laid all the cards on the table.
1: That's not all I... he laid on the table.
0: <laughs> he laid Samantha on the table on the floor.
1: I want. Oh, I, is that, I... Th- was that the same guy?
0: Yeah. He went to the club and he picked up Samantha, who had just been rejected by Mr. Big. And I to—I couldn't help but wonder, which is a line you'll hear a lot. I couldn't help but wonder. So Carrie knew, Carrie knew that Charlotte was on this date with that guy. And they're all friends. So I was wondering if Samantha also knew that this was the date that Charlotte was on. Because if she did and she still went home with him, that would be the shittiest thing.
1: Sorry, I had to yell at a cat again. Is it shitty or is it just, you know, just like this guy did, acknowledging that this this is what he wants, this is who he is, and then let Charlotte decide if she's in for that kind of haul?
0: You don't think that there's sort of an off-limits when it's a guy that your friend has been interested in?
1: Maybe. But that guy was kind of a D, so... Maybe she did her a favor. Mm. Samantha is
0: kind of a D too. They're all D's. Is there anybody in the C liked?
1: Mm-mm. No. Nobody. Nobody.
0: Not even like I'm trying to think of anybody you could like. <laughs> now, oh, Stanford, the gay guy that Carrie has lunch with.
1: He's he's no, he's judgy.
0: But... Judgy's not bad necessarily. What if he's right?
1: He's still judgy. We're judgy. You're judgy. Shut up. You're judgy. I didn't like him. I didn't like anyone. Okay. I am going gonna... to. If we weren't doing this, I would just, I'd never watch another episode and I would feel fine with that. But mm-hmm. then I watched the first two episodes of Adventure Time. And I love this show so much and it's such an important show to me that if this is what it takes to make you watch it, then, then fine. So I think you have even watch the movies.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You've spent enough time watching this episode of sex in the city and talking about it. I appreciate the, uh, level of sacrifice that you have, um, you know, throwing yourself into in order to get me to watch Adventure Time.
1: Yeah, my last note on this page from days and days ago when I watched this was, I don't care about any of this.
0: (laughs) I'm going to laugh so hard if at one point you get invested in a character or a
1: storyline. If it happens, then it happens. But I don't see how this show got another episode after that. Man, and it got
0: 93 episodes after that
1: will Adventure Time get a million episodes after that?
0: So let's talk about Adventure Time. I think they'll be much happier. (laughs) So we watched the first two episodes because, as we've explained, they come in pairs when they air on uh, Cartoon Network or whatever. So we had the Slimmer Party Panic and Trouble in Lumpy Space episodes.
1: Mm -hmm. So what was your impression of those two episodes? These are the first two episodes of a very long show. What did you think?
0: So there are a few things. So, you know, I had seen some Adventure Time previously, so I wasn't coming into this quite as um, blank slate as you were to the other show. Um, I really appreciate how, even though we don't really get a whole, you know, exposition on a lot of things in these shows, there seems to be a pretty easy world to buy into. Like I'm convinced of like the friendships that these people have. And yeah, the the kingdom is made of candy. That's I just you can just buy into that. Um and the intro credits show a lot of things that were not in the episodes, but that really demonstrates to me that the world is very built uh before the show even has really begun. So there's probably going to be a lot of cool things to see in the future. Mm-hmm so with slumber party panic, there were a few things I um really enjoyed. One, uh I really like Finn who's just like dropping uh clichés, like you're grounded, mister, when he's shoving that candy uh, zombie back into the grave.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then he, he
0: kicks another one and says, "Get a life." <laughs> I loved that.
1: <laughs> if you love that, then that that is a recurring thing in the series when Finn is fighting bad guys.
0: I also feel like um, Finn, who is kind of a ding-dong, and and Princess Bubblegum calls him a um, ding-dong, he's a really kind of effective crisis manager when when they're all stuck in the castle and he's trying to keep them from freaking out so they don't explode. Um, He's a little, like, impulsive and uh, (laughs) is prone to outbursts, but he, you know he's committed to the task of keeping people safe.
1: Mhm. And I think in when it starts he's about 12. He is He's 12. about 12. He is 12. So
0: why are all the candy people like they're kind of stupid, right? <laughs> but- because there's the, the zombies are pounding on the door of the castle trying to get in, and the one candy's like, I hear something I don't understand, and it's making me scared. And <laughs> then Finn's like, Oh, yeah, it's music. And then he turns music on, and the candy guy's like, Oh, yeah, it's music. <laughs> the sound was still happening before Finn turned on music. So, um, why are the candy people so stupid? So, the
1: mentality and Like innate character traits of the candy people are sort of fleshed out and explored throughout the series and there's not really anything definitive I can tell you right now that wouldn't be kind of a big spoiler down the road Uh, but Princess Bubblegum knows that the candy people are simple and she's, she's their leader and she cares for them very much.
0: Is she a candy people too? She
1: is. Yes, she is a candy people and I think she's I can't, brilliant she is um, and you learn more about her origins, specifically in an episode called Bonnie and Nettie. and that is way down the line, so you're you're just gonna have to sort of sit with some of these questions for a long time, and it will be really satisfying when you see what the answers are. I can't believe there's more.
0: Developments <laughs> in a children's animated show than uh, not just sex in the city but a few other um, shows that are meant for more mature audiences they just don't really seem to think out these things very well but it seems like there was a lot of decision and and building upon these decisions in in, in a venture time that led to some pretty interesting outcomes i guess if what you're saying
1: is true well and i i haven't watched any clips or anything but i've read that um uh, pendleton ward who created adventure time was asked about you know is it really appropriate to show kids like death or dementia or the grieving process or like really scary stuff and of course it is kids are going to get exposed to that they might as well be exposed to it in a way that's pretty digestible and a lot of the times the good guys win hmm.
0: so I I did enjoy slumber party panic I thought that there were the, some of the funnier moments um, of the two episodes were in that one um, like when Finn says tree trunks get your hot buns in here and she's carrying a basket of hot buns oh my
1: god you'll love tree trunks
0: there's more to tree trunks
1: oh Tree Trunks is an iceberg. She's a weird, horny, hippy, dippy iceberg. Horny? Yeah. For what? For who? For dudes. For D? For just, like, any? I can't. You know, Tree Trunks, uh, in the more recent season that's happening right now, just had kind of her own feature episode exploring her her past. And I think you'll find that, yeah.
0: She has a past.
1: Yeah, she has like a capital P past. And you'll start to Uh get hints of that as she is in more episodes. In the next few episodes, she's going to be sort of a feature character. Can't wait. I don't know if it's in the next two episodes, but it is coming up. It's first season. I
0: want to take a stab at, at some of these characters and see... What where they are down the road if any of them become like mass shooters or things like that okay um so i know that like bubblegum finn jake those are all characters we're probably going to see through the whole thing
1: Mm -hmm. i know that
0: because i know you and and you do talk about this show um and now i know that tree trunks is in in the show um what about the pinata that was hanging from the ceiling that talks? And he's kind of like an observer, and he's fearful that he will be beaten as a pinata.
1: Yeah. So that pinata, Manfred, comes back um, here and there as as one of the candy people, and then I think it's I think it's Manfred comes back in a way that is deeply upsetting.
0: So he is a candy people who is filled
1: with candy. Are those like nobody hit him? Did somebody hit him and candy spilled out?
0: No, but he's a pinata, so logic follows that he's full of candy. Are those candy seeds?
1: Are they candy eggs? I mean, they're all so the candy people's physiology seems to be that they have a calcium skeleton, but then all of their flesh is just candy. Like peppermint butler is a peppermint butler, and he's just a solid peppermint all through I think it's the same with all the other candy people
0: that kind of explains why they're a little dumb Mm -hmm. so why isn't Bubblegum dumb is she like half
1: not candy no she's all candy again without giving major plot spoilers I I can't talk too much about why Bubblegum is the way she is and unique to the other candy people
0: I feel like I've definitely gotta see more of this because i have so many questions yeah yeah they're great like i believe i believe that bubblegum cares about her people but i'm also like but they're not even people
1: that's so offensive
0: i'm so sorry am i like am i like a candy racist like you don't even know
1: Wait till you meet Root Beer Guy. Wait till you see what happens to Root Beer Guy. You're going to feel terrible.
0: Is that... That name I've seen
1: somewhere. Is that... It's Jordan's Netflix profile name.
0: I was wondering why it was that. (laughs) I thought it was just like... I'm like, why is Jordan calling
1: himself that? Well, now you know and you can anticipate (sighs) something.
0: I feel like... I was just gearing you up to be like, hey, maybe don't get like so disappointed in sex in the city. Like maybe it won't be so terrible. And now I'm just like there's so much more I need to know about adventure time and I cannot watch it any faster than we agreed to watch these <laughs> things. And I feel like cheated. I feel like I'm getting the bum deal on this.
1: I don't mind if you watch ahead. We then just I'll have get to confused. then like well, you can watch ahead because it's pretty easy to binge on with the little eleven minute episodes. It's like you could watch a bunch of those between your chores. Just watch the set that we agreed on before we do this stupid podcast again, and you
0: feel free to watch ahead and
1: S- no, City. I'm not going to do that <laughs> i I have a life I'm really busy. I'm sure so busy. okay
0: whatever. Okay, so the second um, Adventure Time episode, we watched was trouble in Lumpy Space where Lumpy Space Princess, who I also know as a character we will see a lot of, um, accidentally bites Jake and starts to give him lump disease or the lumps or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they have to get the antidote uh, in Lumpy Space before sunset so that Jake is not permanently lumpy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So this one, I didn't super love. is. I didn't like it as much
1: as the first one. It's hard to really get into LSP in that episode. I, the first few times you see her, she's just honestly really obnoxious and really selfish and I'm not even going to say that she becomes less selfish throughout the series, but she develops a lot more depth. And you do remind me of her. Mm. Yeah. But- <laughs> because she's... How? you'll see because she's like a really strong independent proud person
0: am I am I any of
1: those things don't lie to me okay so look (laughs) (laughs) anyway
0: (laughs) LSP uh one part of this episode is that she is trying to facilitate and like really not trying super hard but trying to facilitate getting the antidote so that jake doesn't have permanent lumpy or whatever Mm -hmm. and then uh she's just kind of biffing things she's getting easily distracted by her friends dating her ex and then there's a prom type thing that's a weekly thing but apparently that's still a big enough deal to occupy her attention and then she's just kind of nasty to a bunch of people and then um, Finn gets upset with her and then she's like look I'm trying the best I can and it's like no you're not you're like clearly not trying the best that you can <laughs> but but Finn is like yeah LSP is trying and it's like why does he why does he have any like sympathy for her
1: because Finn's a good guy
0: you can be a good guy, but not give people credit they don't deserve.
1: Finn's a good guy and he's 12. Oh, but I mean.
0: But 12 year old boys are not the most sympathetic creatures I've ever met. So
1: Finn just wants to fix Jake. Yes. And Lumpy Space is going to help him. Kind of. And he wants to help her. Eventually, he wants to help her. They're all. They all become important to each other.
0: We're gonna find out why Finn doesn't appear to have parents, right?
1: Yeah, you will.
0: <laughs> you sound real sad,
1: <laughs> Finn. So, Finn's. You'll find this out. I think maybe in the next episode, he's the last human on Earth.
0: What? Ah. That was a spoiler. I did not know that. But they're not on Earth right now, right? This isn't Earth, is it?
1: Dude. Oh my god. Okay, I'm not going to ask any
0: more questions about plot points.
1: Yeah. We can just talk about the characters if you want. I don't
0: think it's fair, based on what I know of Lumpy Space Princess, for you to compare me to Lumpy Space Princess.
1: Lumpy Space Princess turns out to be... Like the key person that backs up total annihilation on the planet in a much, much later episode.
0: I've never been the key person for anything.
1: Okay, I guess uh, the big difference between you two is that Lumpy Space Princess has a lot of self-esteem. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> uh. I'm just saying, I, like, LSP, I, don't take S from anyone.
0: What I did appreciate about this, I think this is the highest point of this episode, is that when Jake is kind of accepting that he may not be cured of the lumps, he tells Finn that if this happens, and then Finn interrupts him and it's like, I'll bury you underneath a great tree. <laughs> and and then Jake says, no, I need you to accept who I am if I'm if I'm lumpy what did you think <laughs> I was saying and I thought that was uh one don't jump to conclusions Finn that's a good lesson <laughs> two yeah it is a good lesson to accept your friends even if they end up you know growing and changing or getting infected with the space disease mm-hmm. like you people change and you can uh give it a shot to you know see if that person and you still work
1: as friends yeah that's a lot to take from that
0: do you think it's a lot to take from it I think it was pretty explicitly laid out
1: I guess so it seems like more of a throwaway line to me compared to some of the other things but that's fine
0: maybe after watching
1: sex in the (laughs) city I was
0: just looking for depth wherever I could
1: (laughs) (laughs) well you'll find it um Do you have any more questions that I can tell you and it's not going to be a spoiler or bum you out?
0: Well, I can't know that unless I ask the question and you start to sound morose. But um, why is LSP's mom attached to her dad? That I don't know. I thought you knew this show. I thought you were an expert at this show. They
1: never address it.
0: Why is Brad the boyfriend who used to date LSP but now dates her new friend, her best friend or whatever? Why does he look smooth? He doesn't look lumpy.
1: That's the last time we actually see Brad, but he does get mentioned a few times later in the show. Brad is like potentially the skipper of this
0: series. The next time we see him, he will be shooting up lumpy space. He'll have
1: a gun. (laughs) Okay. So I'm looking at the next two that you're going to watch. Um, so you're going to watch Prisoners of Love. And I'm just going to tell you, give, give the Ice King some time. So I
0: know of the Ice King. And he is, uh, You you think he'll be a sympathetic character at some point?
1: Eventually, he is like a just a heartbreaking case.
0: Okay, so there's that episode.
1: And then the next episode that you'll watch episode four is Tree Trunks. Uh-huh. And it's you're going to you won't learn that much more about Tree Trunks, but you'll see you'll kind of see what she's like. And I would say that she's pretty true to the character that she exhibits uh throughout her episodes in the in the show and i realized
0: that i had not looked and taken a look at the next episode of sex in the city for you it's going to be very very shallow fine ew there's something that border border this borderline consent issue in the next episode oh great <laughs> I can't wait to talk about it with you
1: oh, what if we just watched Adventure Time like
0: I asked you to do for years then I wouldn't get to get all of your venom on tape forever and ever so that everybody could enjoy our wonderful interactions with each other that are so pleasant to listen to <laughs>
1: Is anybody enjoying this besides the 12 mystery people?
0: No, no one's enjoying this. You're not enjoying it. I'm I'm, not. I'm kind of enjoying it because I'm learning how to use an app that I really would have just been like, oh no, this looks complicated. Never mind. So I'm learning a skill.
1: Well, we've been on this call for a long time, so I really think you need to learn how to edit these down. Not going to happen. Then uh, I think I would... we should only have to talk about Sex in the City for 10 minutes of everything. Okay. Next time we will
0: set a timer. I'm
1: setting a timer.
0: Okay. Well, I appreciate that you have agreed to do this. And not only just like the one time, but you're going to keep doing it.
1: Yeah. Because I want you to watch the rest of Adventure Time. Yep. And this is the only way you can get me to do it. Actually, you just said you're really like, kind of into it. No, that I didn't say that. You have no proof. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all on Hulu, and I know you're going to want to talk about it with someone when, you know, at the end of season four, you're going to need to talk to someone, Kelly. You're going to need to talk be... to someone at the end of season four. Is it going to be a hard, hard I
0: time can't for me? Talk to you about it. <laughs> you, you haven't been there, man. So at the rate that we're going. We'll probably be talking about that in a few months.
1: Yeah. Um, I would be fine with bumping up production schedule if you want to get to the, the seasons.
0: I've got that on tape.
1: Yeah. I'm also going to be training to be a women's self-defense trainer. So I feel like that will will balance out some of this sex time.
0: Oh, you're going to get out a lot of your rage about sex in the city.
1: Probably. I wonder if some of the things, because we have to talk to you, you know, they're bringing in like other domestic abuse survivors and um, various experts on like human trafficking. So I wonder how much of that is going to seep in to my sex in the city analysis. All of it. I hope all of it does. Also, is it sex and the city or is it sex in the city? It's sex and the city. Should be sex in the city.
0: Well, if you um really watch the show, you'll realize that New York is kind of a character, so
1: Oh my God. How
0: mad Never. how mad how mad are you I'm right so now? Mad. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna call this because this is probably too much time we've spent
1: yes please learn how to edit it down (laughs) if you're so fucking excited about learning how to use a new app
0: hey don't say the fuck word on my podcast (laughs) this is a Christian podcast
1: oh my god we should make it a Christian podcast
0: I'm listening to a Christian podcast so I'm (laughs) learning about Jesus stuff and it is weird (laughs) anyway Thank you for, you know, agreeing to all of this. And um, it was really great getting Froyo with you after I realized I wouldn't, I'm not actually mad at you.
1: (laughs) After I realized that you were at one point. (laughs) Do you know what would be really funny is if we just enjoyed talking to each other and you didn't air this at all. Nope, not
0: going to happen. Oh, it would be so so
1: funny. That would be so meta if you just didn't do this.
0: Nope, it's happening. I've worked too hard for the last hour. For one hour of my life, I've worked quite hard. So it's (laughs) happening. Okay?
1: Okay, but I don't want to know about it. Mm, Too
0: bad. Okay, thanks for your your time tonight. Whatever. Whatever. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to our first episode in which we actually talk about the shows that we were watching. It's rough because we, we're tired. Anyway, if you want to get in touch with us, we actually have a Twitter. It is at sex time pod and uh, mostly it's retweeting stuff about Cynthia Nixon running for governor. Anyway, we will see you soon or hear you soon or you will hear us soon. I don't know. This is basically delirium at this point. Thanks. Bye.